Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, millennial, master baker, co-host of this podcast, The Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, infertile, infertile person, now pregnant, living in New York. Welcome to the show. Beautiful, beautiful welcome, everybody. Guess what? <laughs> what? I'm popping a cold one. I'm popping a cold one called a spindrift because it's... 90 degrees in California, wow. the Bay Area right now. Are you fucking kidding me? It's literally fall. It's literally autumn, everyone. And it's 90 degrees. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it, horse shit. I do like spin drift though. What flavor? Um, right now we have orange mango. Ooh. Mango orange. That's a it's, good one. It is, it is. I, I like love it. And I will be having the great audio of me sipping it this whole recording. So I'm thirsty. I'm parched. I got water also. I'm but good. I think if I had a spin drift, I think it would end my life because of acid reflux. I feel like it mm. would be that. I, for some reason in my mind, was like, thought that maybe sparkling water was good for an unsettled mm-hmm. stomach. So I remember once had such bad acid reflux. And then I, um, I had such bad acid reflux that I threw up. Oh, God. Um, And then I was like, what if I sip sparkling water? That will probably be good for it. I don't know why oh. I thought this. It's definitely something I didn't think through at all. And then it just, like, it just burned my throat. It just burned Ugh. so bad. It was um, it was a z- real zero out of ten. The worst, dude. The worst. Yeah. Not Not my finest moment. Not my finest moment. But right now... Not having a lot of acid reflux, so life's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, not not to... your life right now. Not your life right now. I feel good at this moment. I'm not having acid reflux at this moment, and for that, I'm grateful. Mm. <laughs> Every moment without it is a blessing during pregnancy. <laughs> it truly is. And it's, like, so crazy how there are levels to it. Like, this one time I had enchiladas. Because, honestly, guys, I've been having acid reflux, like, every day. So, I'm like, it does it matter what I eat if I mm-hmm. just get it every day? Like, what's mm-hmm. the point? But then one night I had enchiladas that mm-hmm. I made. And it was so crazy. Like, it literally felt like there was, like, a big chunk of something mm-hmm. just, like, in my upper yeah. throat. And it just hurt. And I was, like, standing, like, trying to be as straight as possible. Mm-hmm. And, like, nothing mm-hmm. was helping at all. And it was just, like, so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. so bad. That's so bad. I know. I think I definitely had that thought in pregnancy at some point, too, where I'm like, everything gives me acid reflux, so why am I even avoiding anything? So I'm like, I'm just yeah. going to eat what I want. And then that lasted yeah. about one meal where I ate what I wanted. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm literally dying, actually. This was why I avoided this. Before, I just was on my way to death, and now I'm actually dead. So Yeah, a mild death versus a very, very painful death. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Poor thing. Terrible. That's Gucci. It's Gucci. I haven't feeling good i've been feeling the baby kick more although as i'm like saying that i'm like when did i last feel (laughs) yeah dude that that anxiety is real but it's fine it's fine baby's kicking moving sleeping yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's nice the kicking's cute how's baby sylvia baby sylv um she is good okay i got to have the experience today of doing the daycare drop off um, because my sweet, sweet husband that I love, uh, woke up with a migraine, could like, like woke me up or not woke me up, woke up with a migraine where he texted me being like, 
I have a splitting headache. And I texted back being like, oh, you should take somebody to daycare and call out from work and stay home. And he texted me back immediately being like, I think I'm going to do that. And now, and then I'm like, oh, he's really sick because like mm. he will go to work like through so many things like that. I'm just like, you should just fucking stay home. And he'll like be like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm just going to like take a bunch of ibuprofen and all, it's fine. And I'm like, oh, if you are like immediately like, I think I need to stay home then like something is fucked up. So I texted mm. him to see if I was like, do I need to come home to drive Sylvia to daycare? Cause like I can leave work for like 40 minutes and do that. That's fine. Um, he was like, you might have to. So I went home at like 730 in the morning, came home, got my little chubby baby and got a driver to daycare. And it was actually, and I'm like, you know, this is the benefit of me only having to do this one time. And after she's been at daycare now for more than like two months, um, which is that she was totally good. She was totally good and cute. And we just mm-hmm. like, she was, we were just like talking on the way to daycare. I'm like, are you going to, what are you going to do at daycare? She's like, I'm going to play. <laughs> and I like tried to list different people she's talked about and asked if she was going to play with them. She was saying yes to all of them. And I'm like, are you going to draw? She's like, yeah. I'm like, are you going to nap? She says, yeah. She has not napped at daycare for like two weeks, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we'll fucking see about that. Um, but she just, and then I just, like, brought her inside, and she, like, got a little bit serious, but just, like, got a hug and a kiss and a wave, and uh, she was off to play. She was, like, ready to go, um, happy to go play. It was very, it was really sweet and charming. Like, that is very heartwarming. My little independent chub, like, she's just living her life. <laughs> she did, when I was picking up for, for when I was picking her up from daycare yesterday, um, as soon as I buckled her into the car. First of all, she started, it's been hot this week and last week. So when I go out to get her in the car, she's like, it's hot, it's hot. And I'm like parking in the sun in front of the house. And so she runs away from me to stand in the shade in the grass, which is like fine while I'm opening up the car and putting stuff in. And I'm like, get in your car seat. And then she's like, what if I run around the yard away from you and like laugh? And I'm like, this is not actually fun. This is annoying. (laughs) Yeah. So I chase her around. I get her in the car. Um, I buckle her in. She's like, I gotta poop. And I'm like, can you wait till we get home? She's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, you need to go to the bathroom in Marta's house? And she was like, yeah, I need a poop. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I have to unbuckle her from the car seat, lock the car, go back to the daycare, um, like ring the doorbell, go inside, go to the bathroom. She does not poop, by the way. <laughs> um, but she does pee, so it's fine. And then we like get back in the car and go home. And I'm, just, but I'm just like, this, this is the problem with potty training your child is that then you have to have a bathroom near you. Yeah. Um, and like last night we also went and had dinner at a family friend's house, and like we were 15 minutes away from their house, and she was like, I have to poop. And we're just like, we literally like, I had been trying to get her to go to the bathroom for like the last half hour before we left being like, can you try and go potty? You don't have to go. You can just sit on it and we'll like count to 10. You can sit on the potty. We count to 10. Um, no, absolutely not. Would not sit on the toilet. Will not go to the bathroom. And then it's just like, we're in the car and I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> we had to stop and get gas anyways, but I'm like, cool. Now we'll just like use a gas station bathroom. That's like fun for the whole family. We love this. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's fun. That's fun. That's my life. That's my life right now. Yeah, dude. My coworker was saying she's potty training her two year old and was like, it's so hard. And she got a little IKEA potty that she said Mm -hmm. was like 11 bucks. And she said Mm -hmm. it's working great. That's awesome. I still feel like 
if like if I ever do this again, I don't think I want to bring a little like I mean I don't know because like the little potty is nice for them to like play with because they can get on and off of it themselves. Mm -hmm. So, like, that is nice and approachable, but truly, like, the quick transition to a potty seat that is on the actual toilet so you're not having to, like, clean the little potty is, like, so critical. Yeah, that does – it sounds really gross to clean the potty. So, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I would say you get to the point of potty training after you've been pissed and shit on and vomited on so many times. It's not that (laughs) gross to you because you've been now conditioned to accept such filth. Um, but I wouldn't say it's nice. <laughs> I would not say that. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited to have my baby. I know it's fucking it's fucking October, dude. You've I'm scared. like a week to two to three weeks away from third trimester. Damn, people are not people are not sure about when the third trimester starts online. <laughs> it's like literally such a wide range of opinions, <laughs> but yeah. it's very soon for me. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely was like I feel like it's just interesting. Yeah. I we've I know we've talked about this before of just like the, the division of the trimesters is just like it will just depends like how you wanna measure development basically and like how you wanna measure out that time. Yeah. Um and I never really thought about that. I was just like, Yeah, of course it's trimesters. It's there's just three trimesters. It's like why would that be a way that people even talk about pregnancy? It's very funny. Yeah. I don't know. But you're almost there. Know. You're almost I'm there, almost girly. There, and there's so much to do. So much to do. Yeah, what's but on your mind? Really? I mean, not really. I'm just like super stoked for my baby shower and like what else Coming do I have up. to do? We're getting a rug so the baby can mm. lay on a soft surface. What what tell me about this rug? Okay. Went back and forth, ended up getting an absolutely we haven't ordered it yet, but we are planning to get mm-hmm. a fabulous rug from West Elm. And it's kind of like more of a higher pile for the piles. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta bring the pile to the pile house. Exactly. So it's like it looks soft. It's in like some neutral colors, but it's got like kind of an abstract like square type vibe on it. It's All like right. beige. All right, beautiful, beautiful beige beige piece. Yeah, and I'm super super stoked for that. But like. We have so much to get. We got to get a car seat, a stroller. We got to mm-hmm. get a, maybe a high chair. Like, we got to get clothes. We don't have any clothes for the baby. <laughs> we have currently one short sleeve onesie and one long sleeve onesie. That's I mean, not going to be enough. It's fine. Wrap that baby in blankets. You're fucking good. But I mean, that is, that's the magic of the baby shower is you go from yeah. being like, wow, I have nothing to like, wow, I have way too much fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that's perfect because you're gonna always feel that way once you have a baby. It's just like there's too much shit in here. It's just different <laughs> kinds of shit that they produce. Yeah, and require. Um, but yeah, it'll be great. And then yeah, so like post baby shower, and then you can be like, okay, well I don't have X Y Z, and then you buy those like and go things. shopping. This is what I left for you mm-hmm. in my voice note. I'm so stoked to like go to Target and be like, oh, I'm just gonna get like a bunch of baby clothes. Like yes. I, I haven't done that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. I know. Honestly, like, so I um I feel like we're very lucky and we got like so many clothes for Sylvia um when she was born. And part of that was like people buying us clothes for the baby shower. Mm -hmm. But it was also like we have some friends who had a baby girl um six months before us. Mm -hmm. And so they waited until they were like, Do you want us to send you hand me downs? Like they live in a different state. And we're like, Oh sure. And I figured they'd send us, you know, a little box or something. But they mm-hmm. sent us, like, a 
box that was absolutely jam-packed with clothes from and they waited like right up until my due date and shipped us a box that had clothes from like zero to six months um so nice it was it was really nice it was so many clothes and also I think they're and like yeah it was definitely like their baby also had been on the bigger side too so like they had like fully like the six to nine months they also were sending us so we just had so many clothes and it was awesome um but it did then like it took a while to get to a point where I like felt like I could even go baby shopping so I'm like there's literally like if I go and buy something like it will never (laughs) there's a chance that it never is worn by the time she's like like I won't even get to this item of clothing by and she'll be grown out of it um and it was like it it made me sad like I wanted I wanted to be able to like go buy clothes for my baby so like when I finally like when she got to be like a year old it's like it's I really like like oh I can like go pick something up for it that's like cute and that I like and that she likes it's fun it is like wild to wrap wrap my head around like that a piece of baby clothing is like ideally supposed to fit them for three months. Like that is so short of a period. Of time. It is really like I mean you're talking about going to Target, which is like great, find some cute new stuff, but also like yeah, hit the hit the secondhand store, hit the secondhand store yeah. because it is just like especially and if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna go to Target, just only buy stuff that's like six to nine months because like the early stuff like sometimes they don't even like sylvia fit the zero to three month size for like i feel like maybe a month you know and then she needed the three to six three month stuff because it was like she was a big baby was she ever a newborn size or no we had no i think we had like two newborn sized items and Mm -hmm. she fit them for like a very short amount of time zero to three funny was really what we needed the listener my mom mm-hmm. she was advising me she's like yeah when you were born we didn't have enough newborn stuff like you should get more newborn size stuff and i'm like but my baby's already in the big the big ass percentile yeah i feel like especially since your baby's in the biggie percentile i'm like also it's just like they're it's like i like it was good like one of the things also my friends in that big box of clothes they sent us like basically a small ziploc bag that had like three outfits for if like sylvia was born premature like three preemie Mm, outfits yeah and it was nice to have like some preemie outfits on hand like just in case so i didn't feel like like that was like a nice comforting thing obviously she never fit those at all she was not premature um and then the newborn size we maybe had a couple things um but we didn't actually receive a lot of stuff that was newborn size, so maybe she would have. I don't know. But, like, I feel like, like zero to three months fits them when they're yeah. newborn also. It's just, like, it might be a little bit loose. But to me, yeah. that was, like, that doesn't bother me that she's wearing clothes that are a little bit loose. Like, yeah, we, yeah. we really stretch the age limit on her clothes as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um. I feel that. So I don't know. My personal opinion is go more as your if you want to buy stuff for like when you're bringing your baby boy home, get more zero to three month and get newborn size. Like if you want, if you see some cute stuff that's a newborn size, then sure. But like we, I don't know that we, it was, yeah, like it had to have been like less than five outfits that were technically newborn size that we ever put her in. And we were like not noticeably having any issues with that. Wait, this brings me to a review because I actually got one newborn size pair of pajamas, which I did not count when I was counting my onesies mm-hmm. on this podcast. Anyway, I got a newborn size pair of pajamas from a clothing swap. I give the freaking Park Slope parents clothing swap mm-hmm. a 10 out of 10. Ooh. It's 
so fun. It was very satisfying, I will say. Because basically, it's like everybody brings their old, like, baby clothes or maternity clothes. And you, like, sort them. And there's volunteers that, like, help sort them into piles of, like, you know, zero to three, three to six, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you just show up. You swing by. I mean, you donate, like, $10. And then you can just take home as much as you want. Wow. And it was great. It was great. So I ended up getting um, a lot of maternity clothes. But just that one pair of newborn PJs. And I got a cute beanie. And I got some baby socks. Nice. Also, it was really funny, actually. I should tell you this. So the event, like, organizer was like, everybody take baby socks. Like, we have so many. Like, nobody ever pay for them again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever. So I go up to this table full of baby socks. I grab, like, a couple pairs and I bring them home. <laughs> and mm-hmm. after I washed them, I, like, looked at them and I mm-hmm. realized I had gotten, like, I have one pair that is the tiniest foot I could ever imagine, like, mm-hmm. fitting. Like, it's, like, some kind of, like, preemie or newborn, like, sock just the tiny little stub basically so small like comically so cute and small and the other pair that I got is like for Sylvia it's like mm-hmm. literally for a two to three year old <laughs> like they're just like because they were folded up in pairs oh like, yeah I couldn't tell so I was just like oh here are some socks <laughs> well socks whatever. Are such different you know I had yeah. um I had some like wool socks that I shrunk in the dryer mm-hmm. um and I put them on Sylvia and they basically go up to her thighs and um, our like little leg warmers <laughs> um which i love and uh those are definitely they're like way too big for her so i'm like the two big socks it's fine you're just gonna shove them on their foot it's fine just keeping their yeah. foot warm nice it's nice. all good it's all good um but yeah i mean and that's great i mean like also just going to more of those so that you can get more baby clothes that way that's awesome exactly they have them twice a year apparently with this parent group mm-hmm. i will say what was not a 10 out of 10 was after i laundered all of said clothes and then tried Mm. them on for the first time i was telling you about the horror Mm -hmm. of just trying on a bunch of clothes in a row and being like a lot of these don't fit (laughs) yeah but it's all good i still got some good stuff i got some good stuff from it but it's just it's really hard to estimate your size when you're pregnant and it's Mm -hmm. also just a time of change a time of change yeah it is not always easy to figure out how to handle handle the body changes that happen in pregnancy because they're extensive they are extensive extensive. Mm -hmm. and happen suddenly more suddenly than you think i remember that getting that advice from like one of the nurses or something they were asking if i'd bought maternity clothes yet because i was like i wasn't really showing yet Mm -hmm. um and me being like, no, I think I should probably do it soon. And she was like, do it as soon as you can. Just get some stuff that you can wear because, like, you're just going to wake up one day and not be able to button your pants. And, like, that's how my experience was, at least. <laughs> I'm just like, I feel like I went from my clothes fit to, like, there's no way I can wear it overnight. Like, it was not a gradual <laughs> not fit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not a good feeling to be like, oh, I can't wear anything. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah. I have one pair of pants. Yeah, let me just paper bag princess this. Like, can I just only wear sweatpants to work? I mean, and in my case, I kind of could because chef pants are almost sweatpants. So that was that was helpful. I'm like, honestly, I'm like, I literally can't imagine doing a different like doing a job where I had to look nice. Um, Like wearing a job that you would or having a job where you'd have to wear real pants to work is just like unfathomable to me in general and exactly also in general pregnancy. 
in general. Yeah. I mean, I haven't I have not been wearing like button and zipper pants since before 2020. Let's all be mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. Good. That's what I like yeah. to hear. Yeah. Now that that's the only sane move. It is funny how that I feel like is my biggest my biggest shift from my, the biggest effect that the pandemic had on me <laughs> is like I only wear the soft bras now and I never wear structured yeah. pants. Yeah. I think that um I mean That's I think good. those are good moves. We got to live a comfortable lifestyle. You know? Yeah, exactly. I have one pair of jeans that I like wearing, and that's because they're not real jeans and are stretchy. So that's nice. they don't really count. Um, but when I wear them, I'm like, I'm basically dressed up. Like yeah. I'm extremely good looking right now and fancy. <laughs> Could fucking go to the French laundry in these jeans with fucking food stains on them and Sylvia's snot wiped on them. Dude, I want to go to the French Laundry. I want to go to a fancy restaurant with, like, tasting. I've never done mm-hmm. tasting menu, you know? Dude, you got to do it. You got to do it someday. I've done it one time. Yeah. Um, It's fucking great. It's fucking great. I have no idea when we'll ever do it again. I don't I know when I'm ever going to be this. able to do it. Because, like, I think we might have, but I'm, like, so averse to seafood that it's, like, not all the tasting menus are bad for me. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of the time you can tell them. Yeah, that's like, what I figure. You just tell them and then they'll, like, not give it to you. Because, like, that was... Be, um like, vegetarian or something, yeah. So we went to um, Disfrutar, I think is what it was called, in mm-hmm. Barcelona. Um, and it was, like, we were able... It was a thing where, I think, I don't... I feel like maybe... I think I've talked about this, but, like, Stephen basically, like, got us on a wait list while we were on vacation there for a week. Um, and then they called us and they had like a lunch spot that was open. So we were able to go there in like the afternoon mm-hmm. and he, so Steven also doesn't like seafood, but he basically decided like for this event, he was like, basically they came up and asked us if we had any dietary restrictions. Like that was a thing that they asked. I don't remember if they asked us when we got there or if they asked us when they called us to like, see if we wanted the spot. But they asked us at some point where, like, they would have, like, been fine if he had said he couldn't do seafood or something. Um, they would have just, like, found a replacement dish for it. But um, he decided to just go for it and to try try the seafood that they provided. So he's like, when am I ever going to eat this well again? I want to, like, see what how they prepare it. Like, if I'm going to eat seafood, might as well be this. And he he managed pretty well. He managed pretty well. They had, like, a ceviche, like, I feel like it, it was, like, it was their take on ceviche, and it was just, like, I remember there just being, like, a series of pools. It was, like, a series of liquids. Um, <laughs> like, I don't, I, I barely remember. I'm, like, there must have been something else in it, but I'm just remembering a series of, like, liquids that were, like, this is not sounding good, but it was so delicious. Um, and it was a lot for Steven, because it was just, like, here's some liquid seafood. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I would it have was, this conundrum yeah. of, like... I just just tried for the experience kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if you don't like seafood, just be like, yeah, I don't eat seafood. And then they'll yeah. just make you something else that will be like fucking bomb. Yeah, dude. Someday. Someday. Mm-hmm. Go to the French laundry. Yeah, dude. Yeah, go to the French laundry. Um, and <laughs> oh, you can drop oh. your baby off with us. And we'll babysit for you. Dude, amazing. Or like the one in Berkeley. What were we talking about that's in like Berkeley? It's like fancy. Uh, Chez like, Panisse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I want to go there. I want to go there, too. Someday. We got to... I don't know. I was just looking at our budget. Um, I would say 5 out of 10 to looking at the budget. I feel like I'm talking yeah. about it before. One, 
good thing to do very healthful also i hate it and i'm like wow why are groceries so fucking expensive right now everything is so expensive zero you know what it sucks for it sucks for biden i'm sorry he's not getting reelected. i feel like because of this i was just listening to a podcast about this (laughs) um i try not to think about that because i'm like everything everything sucks everything sucks and it is it's just still shocking to me of just like no matter what Joe Biden does, though, it still is, like, better than what the Republicans are doing. Like, of, like, of literally, like, they just, like, what is the House doing right now? We have no Speaker of the House. Crazy. Um, it's fucking wild. And it's just, like, the best, the front runner for the fucking presidential election is just, like, having to go to court. And it's just, like, what? This is, this is what's, this is where we're going. This is where Chaos. we're going. Yes, I know. Yeah. Um, everything's bad. Yeah, we should get off that. I'm sorry I brought it up. I just was just like, yeah, it sucks that the economy just sucks right now. Yeah, or has been sucking for the past couple of years. Yeah, zero to ten. It turns out that like just because everybody was like the pandemic's over, it didn't actually just make everything go back to normal for some weird yeah. reason. Yeah. Um, but speaking of things that are um abnormal for some normal for others just depending on sort of what culture you're from um mm-hmm. but i tried something that was not normal for me which is that um i tried balut which is um oh the yeah it's i know li- what that is the egg yeah it's the egg with the chicken the baby chick the baby chick is still like partially formed inside of it and you could get it, it. worse yeah i tried it at work so um this there's someone that sells it at the farmer's market i guess and so my the um the head chef went to the farmer's market because they like do that him and the owner do that every saturday to like get some stuff to make so cute um but he also just bought a half dozen of those eggs um and cooked it just to like see who would eat it and who wants to try it he's like i kind of want one because he grew up eating that like for him he says it's like it just reminds him of his childhood or reminds him of visiting his family in the philippines um it's just like a common it's a much more common food there um so he's like it uh, yeah just the taste of it to him just reminds me of his childhood or reminds him of his childhood um which i thought was very sweet and so he was like who wants to try this thing you know and he's saying that and it's just like nobody and nobody wants to fucking try it so i say i'll try it um, and then one of the line cooks says they'll try it. Um, and I know that at least one server tried it, but it was like a lot of the people didn't, they didn't want to try it. But I'm like, if you like this as a child, it can't be that weird yeah. texturally, yeah. you know, because to me, it was the texture thing that I was worried about. Mm-hmm. And like, I knew that there was going to be some sort of weird mental block. But there's a thing like every time I hear about it, I'm like, would I try it if offered it? And I'm like, I'm just going to say yes to this and try it. And this is what I have to say about it. It's a nine out of ten. It was really Whoa. fucking good. It was really fucking good. Um, I was shocked because let me give you this description. Okay, so I was like, "How do you eat it?" Because first of all, he boils it for like forty minutes. That's the whole preparation, and then wow. some of the egg wow. white settles on the bottom, and it becomes hard, and you don't eat that because it's super hard. So you peel off the other side of the egg. Um, like you like crack the shell and you peel it. And this description mm-hmm. almost made me not able to eat it, which is that you sip it because it forms like a broth basically so you drink the liquid and then you can sort of knock the whole thing back if you want for the more like solid part I ended Mm. up eating it with a spoon because that was something I could handle more I couldn't deal with the idea of knocking it back into my mouth Um, 
it just was like, I'm like, that's too much for my mer- first time trying this. Cause I don't know what texture I will be encountering in my mouth all at once, you know? Yeah. Um, so he sprinkled just a little bit of salt in. He says you can also do it adding a little bit of vinegar, but he just put some mouth and salt right on the top. And I like looked at it and I'm like this, there's a lot of gray color happening, which was not something I wanted to look at. So I stopped looking at it. Um, and I sipped it and I'm just like, this is fucking delicious. This tastes like, like in eating it, it was just like, and when I used the spoon again, visually was difficult for me, but taste wise was so good. It was like a, eating an egg and chicken soup at the exact same time. It was like this Ooh. super umami savory experience. Um, and then it was almost, there was like a very like faint i'm like what is this other flavor i'm getting and i asked him i was like i feel like i'm almost tasting like liver and he's like there is that kind of minerally flavor that you're getting so it's just like super super savory um and yeah like occasionally i'd get like a crunchy bit or something in my mouth but like it was mostly just like soft it was like i don't know the texture did not weird me out at all he said that sometimes the eggs can be a little bit more mature and he says then that is a lot more texture and he doesn't like it like that and these were not Mm. like that So I'm sure it varies, but like, it was like, I was, I thought that I would probably like eat it and be okay with it and never want to eat it again. And this is a thing, like, I'm not going to seek this out, but if somebody offered it to me, I would a hundred percent eat it again. It was like really delicious. Damn. That's awesome. Wow. I'm like very impressed. I, yeah, I don't think I could do it just from like the visual and the thinking about it, but I I do understand that it's like umami and look, it sounds like it would be umami. Yeah, yeah. It was just nice. like I was surprised. I feel like you really have to just um you gotta step out. You gotta step out of your brain for a minute if it's not something that you're used to eating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh it was hella good. I highly recommend that anyone try it if they're given the opportunity to do so. Um nice. Yeah. You got any food reviews? Food reviews, I haven't really been trying anything new with food. Mm. What did I, oh, actually, I do have a food review. Okay, um, I would like to review McCormick Packet Gravy. Okay. Okay, I had been on the hunt for this, not for that long, for like one day. I went to two <laughs> different stores. <laughs> I went to two stores looking for this around me in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Could not find it. All the stores around here, which I'm talking about like small-ass city stores. Yeah. Um, all they have is like jarred Heinz gravy, which just looks so gross to me that I'm like, I can never, I can never. Okay. I made gravy from a New York Times recipe that you didn't need any like animal jus for. So I just like put some butter and flour and like broth and an onion. Mm-hmm. And that turned out fine. It was like a little flowery tasting and it wasn't amazing, but it was mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted like the powdered gravy for some mm-hmm. reason. That's just like what mm-hmm. I wanted. Just Couldn't like find delicious it. salt. Exactly. I needed like something that was like the platonic ideal of gravy, just like from a picture. Yeah. And to just have it on mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. But I was a perfect order 50s off- meal. Exactly. Got it on Amazon. You can buy one packet of gravy on Amazon for like a dollar something. <laughs> I ordered two packets. It came the next day. All right. This Thank is you. why this Shout was invented. Shout out to Mr. Bezos. Shout out to Bezos, and it was very good. It was very good. It was exactly how I expected it to taste, you know? Okay, we give that a rating. Convenience, I mean, you mix it with a cup of water. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't get more easy than that, you know? Yeah. So I'm giving it overall an eight, uh, 8.5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, homemade gravy is better, but... Yeah, yeah, but like it's it's nice. delicious. I don't know. I definitely I would not knock it at all. Like I think of like I don't know that I've had that, but I think of like my equivalent is my deep deep love for IKEA frozen meatballs and gravy. Ooh. Um like the yeah, the Swedish meatballs with their like instant gravy and that yeah. is like also so delightful. So nice. Mm-hmm. Um well that's <laughs> lovely. What are you having for dinner tonight? Dude, I'm making a pizza. I'm making a pizza. Ooh. I got pizza dough and I'm making roasted cauliflower to go with it. Yum. Okay. Tell me, how are you baking your pizza? On a sheet pan in the oven. This is the Blapron way. And mm. it's it works out for us. Sometimes it gets a little dark on the bottom, but mm. it's good. It's good. All right. All right. The secret is having the dough out of the fridge for hella long before you try to stretch it. Mm, mm. or otherwise yeah. it's difficult yeah 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 That's my little tip what are you having for dinner um i haven't decided yet we have leftovers of two different meals i'm either gonna have beans and rice or steven made some dal, some sog some eggplant barta i don't know if it's called eggplant barta or if it's just called barta um and was there something else you made maybe it was just maybe it was those three but so either Indian food or rice and beans, Mexican rice and beans. Mm. Um, I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but I will be enjoying, enjoying not having to cook at all and being able to just reheat leftovers, which is just my favorite fucking thing. Yeah, seriously. And not... knowing that I will also get to that tomorrow. But, you know, I actually made pizza recently as well. Oh, yeah. And oh. I just, um, I want to review two things. I want to review Josie Baker's. Is that his name? Is it Joseph Miller? Basically, I'm just like how because his his last name is either Miller or Baker, and it's because one of those two names because he is a bread baker, and I'm just like, how is that literally your last name? Like that doesn't make any sense. Um, Hmm. whatever. His uh his cookbook has a recipe for pizza dough, which I haven't made for a long time, but his method. For pizza dough, um, bake for pizza baking in an oven. I feel like kicks ass. Hmm. Um, so I want to rate that, it? and I want to rate getting pizza dough from Safeway. Yeah, tell me. I would say okay. First of all, pizza dough from Safeway, I'm pretty sure is worse than pizza dough from Trader Joe's. But the, those are the two like p- bagged pizza doughs that I've purchased before. Like not like a frozen crust, but like a little bag of dough. Yeah, um, but which honestly, is so much better than frozen crust. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I had this fantasy that I was going to make my own pizza dough, but I just like did not have time or like energy to get that shit together. And the Safeway pizza crust, it fucking gets the job done. It's yeah. totally fine and good. I'd give it a solid 7 out of 10. Like it's like totally right. perfect for like, I want to have pizza on a fucking day where I worked and I'm going to like go pick up pizza dough and pizza shit and make it. Okay. Josie, possibly Baker, I think it is Baker, um, his method for baking pizza in your home oven is a 10 out of 10. Actually, okay, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 because you need to have your fan fucking going in a window open or you will set off your smoke alarm. Mm. But this is how you do it. You take a cast iron pan, hot cast iron pan. You fucking put a little bit of oil in it. You heat it Dude. up till it's fucking smoking hot. I know you don't you have lost a fucking me. I cast know. iron. I know. <laughs> you're, you gotta, 
You got to get one. You got to get up. Your, you got to up your pizza game. You got to up your pizza game. You got to either be grilling your pizza or you got to be doing it in the cast iron. This is my new philosophy. For, this is my new <laughs> pizza bro philosophy. This is pizza bro it. corner. Um, I'm like, what is what's the bro version of being named Fran? This is Frank's pizza bro corner. <laughs> you got to be grilling or you got to be cooking in the cast iron. So you fucking you preheat your oven. You preheat your oven. You turn on the broiler in your oven you turn on to high and you let that get hella hot while you're also heating up your cast iron pan you get that shit until it's smoking you fucking roll out or you know spin your pizza stretch however you want to fucking get your pizza to the circular shape you get it to the right shape you put your pizza dough into your hot ass cast iron pan on the high heat it cooks there for three minutes during that three minutes you lay all your fucking toppings on you put your sauce put your cheese put whatever fuck you want then you take your cast iron pan. After three minutes, the bottom's cooked. You make sure it's getting nice and brown. You pop that shit under your high broiler. And it just, like, makes a perfect... It makes, like, a really good fucking pizza crust. It, like, is... It's just, like, so good. You get, like, nice little blistery bits. It gets nice and you can get little, like, dark spots on top if you want, just depending how long you leave it in your oven. Um, it is a beautiful, it is a beautiful way to make pizza. And I made pizza way that last weekend. And it was, a again, I mean, it was perfect because it was like a 70 degree day. So we were like, it's kind of, I can have my oven fucking cranked. I can have my windows open, door open. This is perfect. because it's like a cool, nice day out. Yeah. Um, so, but it's, so it was a 10 out of 10 for that. It's definitely less if it's like hella hot. And so you don't want to have your oven and stove just blasting heat. Yeah. Um, or your windows open, then that would be like a problem. I feel like if I ever have a house, which knock on wood, one day, mm-hmm. like I would be that pizza bro person that wants to get like an expensive ass like pizza oven. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't mm-hmm. it be nice? It'd yeah, be nice. yeah. No, in in my fantasy, in my fantasy future, where I just like blow money on shit, I like want like a bread oven in my backyard. Yeah. Um, I know someone that like built one at his dad's house and I'm like, eh, build one for me. How much did that cost you? How hard was that? There's like many instructions to do that. Hmm. Who knows? Who Future knows? fantasy life. What would yeah. what's your bro name? What's what's Emma as a bro name? It's like Enzo. Emzo. <laughs> I love that. I can't wait until we get to have Enzo's uh, pizza bro corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Um Okay, what else What else did I even want to be reviewing? I know, reviewing? like, what have I done? I haven't done that much. I've been working like a dog. Oh, the worst. Zero out of ten to that. Dude, it was hell. Okay, there's actually, um, so this week, our fucking, we have a wholesale order at work that we're doing now, and they just keep increasing it. And it's like, you know, it's a real mixed feeling of basically like it had been kind of slow for us. So I was kind of getting worried about the fact we were leaving early all the time. But now I'm like having to work all my full shifts. And I'm just like, I also hate this because now I'm busy and like it's stressful and I'm tired instead of just like chill. Mm -hmm. So mixed feelings about that. But today, so like we have all this extra work to do. And then it was hella slow today, which like sucks for the restaurant. But then that meant that even though it's a super busy week, I was able to have one of the prep cooks come and help help us. And like, we still got to leave early. And like, we got all of our work done, more work done than I thought we would and got to leave early. Um, it was a 10 out of 10 day. 
That's awesome. I just got distracted by something. <laughs> Fuck. Dude. What uh, happened to you? I had signed up to tour this daycare. And mm-hmm. it was, this was like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's for today at mm-hmm. 530. And I was like, okay, I haven't heard from this person in three weeks. Like, I obviously would have to reach back out to make sure we were still on. Yeah. And I was just like, I just don't want to. I need to go home and just sit in silence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then she just reached out and was like here's our address see you soon and i'm like fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh you're perfect see this is the this is the issue that i was talking about of like you were enjoying your slowness even though that's something you need to do and now you have to be busy and that kind of sucks what do i do god damn it what do i do i mean i would say on the one hand you're not in a rush and on the other hand, um, I don't know, you could go and get done with it and you don't have to think about it anymore. I feel like I either have to respond and, like, give such a bad excuse because I'm literally supposed to be there, like, in 20 minutes. <laughs> or, <laughs> like, ghost and then, like, ruin my relationship with this daycare for forever. Mm, I mean, they're probably not keeping track of it that much. But, um, I don't know, just go. Just go. Get it over with. Well, I have to leave now, then. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> what a surprising end. But honestly, I probably should go. I probably right. should. Yeah. You got you to gotta go take care of your shit. You got to take care okay. of your shit. It's going to be annoying. It's going to be great. I love you. It's You're perfect so 10. You're perfect 10. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about your review of this daycare tour. Yeah. This is your okay, first real too. daycare tour, right? Yeah, exactly. Because the other one flaked. So I was kind of hoping this would also flake. But whatever. No, hell yeah. It's go great. for it. It's great. <laughs> okay. Okay. Adios. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>